Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the meal and Christian Business Life's Hour. So, here we are. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Hopefully, we'll hear from some of you today. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. Also, you may join us on Facebook and Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. And someone, what, someone liked our page I don't know, new yesterday or the day before, but it's always nice to know who um, who's who's supporting our pages. So if if um, if you haven't liked our pages or sent us a friend request, email us so we we can make a connection um, as far as who you are because that's always nice, especially if you're a caller of the show. Uh, again, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I, I, don't you find it strange that we have a, a day of the year that, that we designate for giving thanks when really this should be a consistent, <laughs> a consistent uh, we should be thankful consistently throughout the year, not just one day. Well, yeah, I I think so. But what bothers me about Thanksgiving is, the, of course, being vegetarians, not eating animals is the killing of so many turkeys. So I don't really, well, I'm not, I don't really click my heels with the Thanksgiving. Well, the problem is it's become associated so much with turkeys, um, unlike Christmas, which doesn't really have an association with any specific breed of meat. Well, it, I mean, it. People eat meat on Christmas, but it's not represented by like, a cow, for for example. Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving really. I get the goose. They they have uh, traditional meals. Well, and there's traditional meals for Christmas. I mean, people have prime rib or whatever. Um, but it's not you know Thanksgiving really is associated with the turkey in the United States. Yeah. So it is unfortunate. Actually, turkeys are. Uh, very fascinating. I think all creatures are fascinating, <clears throat> down to insects. But uh, turkeys are very fascinating animals, and uh, people don't like them because they are nuisance. They, they pet dirty. They, they pet, pet cars. The, pet the cars because they see their reflection. They can't figure out what these cars are. They think a, a um, turkey's trapped in this vehicle. Um, but uh, I just can't sit around a table when you celebrate. In terms of giving thanks, you're, you're celebrating the death of an animal that was raised to be killed. Right, and 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 usually the conditions that the animal's raised in are really poor. I mean, even a, 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 an animal that's allowed to graze freely in a pasture and ends up meeting the slaughterhouse at the end of its life is still terrible. But the fact that the factory farms have such poor conditions are, is really bad. And, you know, there are many stories about turkeys that have been rescued and are placed in farm sanctuary, places like that. Um, farm sanctuary farm sanctuary actually does a Thanksgiving dinner for the turkeys. Yeah. So <laughs> they, 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 make, last they, Saturday. they actually connect with humans. They recognize humans. It'd be nice on Thanksgiving to give thanks if everybody ate vegetarian style and didn't have to kill anything just in order to give thanks. 
Um, I don't know why turkeys have to suffer because we're we're thankful to be alive. Uh, but anyways, um, I'm sure there's people that disagree, but I don't care. That's the way I feel. It's always the way I feel. You might want to talk towards the uh, microphone, uh, not away from it. Well, you know, we get into this idea of uh, animals. It, it's funny how most human beings have different attitudes about animals. Uh, people who sometimes respect animals, they, they, they seem see. to have a treasured idea about that hunting is okay and it's part of life and it's bonding and it's with your son or whatever. And, you know, but if I see a flock of geese in the air in the formation, my thought isn't to kill one. My thought is to appreciate their beauty and symmetry, their journey, their travels, their lives. Um, just the thought of killing anything that has a right to exist to me is pretty horrendous. But when we get into the idea of the animal kingdom and psychic energy, I have, I feel I have benefited from being a friend to animals and saving animals. And Kristen, I donate to a lot of different uh, animal organizations, both domestic animals and wild animals. And uh, I think we benefit from it because I've I've noticed that the animal kingdom responds to me in a very different way than other people. Well, that's, I mean, the first, I think, sorry to interrupt you, but the first part of that is, you know, the fact that you're interacting with those animals and a lot of people are really blind to the fact that there are other creatures living amongst us and they don't pay attention to birds no they don't or reptiles or insects they crows actually recognize people and when people are out and about and the crow recognizes them they'll tell their, their fellow crows oh that's the good guy or the bad guy and they all seem to uh respond to whatever call is being given regarding a person. Uh, I was watching a sparrow today taking a bath, bat, water bath. Bird, it wasn't really a bird bath. It was just some water collected. And he was having the best time frolicking in the water and throwing it over his wings. And the other birds were watching. The other sparrows gathered around. They didn't go in the bird bath. They just watched him like he was some major athlete and applauding him on, and it only encouraged the sparrow to take a long birdbath, probably over five minutes, and it almost looked like he was showing off. But uh, I was about two feet from him, didn't fly away, nothing. And uh, I almost felt like I was one of the, one of the troops. The, uh, you know, when you see these old ladies, it doesn't have to be an old lady, but people who feed the birds in the park, the pigeons and they're all flying on top of her. You know that there's, with the attitude about energy, is a lot of it is trust. If you trust, if you, if you gain the trust of the animal kingdom, that is a rare privilege. If you gain the attitude and trust of angels and guides, that is a rare privilege because they will work closer with you. I think the more that you are aware of the other side, the other side will come closer to you. And good, good psychics are very connected to the spiritual realm because there's been a form of trust. Angels and guides and spirits demand trust in terms of a lack of ego, that there's a certain authentic service that the uh, particular psychic or, or uh, channeler is giving. And so it becomes a a very strong bond. So that's where it gets interesting, though, because there are psychics that are purely psychic from their own mind. Um, and the connection with spirits and angels may not be as prevalent as someone who is, is more more connected on that level and less has less ego and is still obviously psychic on his or her own merit, but also has a connection to a higher source. Yeah, the, the, the brain has the capacity to be very intuitive. We can be very intuitive and we can be very psychic without connecting to anything but our own internal energies that have the ability to see outwardly. 
as well as inwardly. So, yeah, we can do it. It doesn't mean that it's always, not every reading is going to be connected to a spirit or a guide. And people who are psychic and profess to just be psychic by sheer intuition uh, or vibration that they perceive, they have a legitimate claim to to, uh, connect to that premise. If you choose to to speak about messages from the other side, uh, that's a different story. You're dealing with getting information from another source. So can a psychic be asked the question, uh, do you get any vibration from my mother? A, a psychic can get a vibration from a person who's crossed over without having a, a guide or a spirit. There, there can't be that, that connection made uh, because we are a total unit of energy. And that total unit of energy is up for interpretation, evaluation, and all those kinds of things that help us, one, to become extraordinarily perceptive, uh, verging on the energy of being downright psychic or penetrating into it wholesomely. So we have those attitudes. My, My feeling is that there's got to be a holistic approach to being a psychic. And why limit yourself? Be available to spirits and guides and angels and animals, vibrations, souls that have crossed over, aliens. And the idea that we live in a parallel universe, even fairies and and, uh, inhabitants of the metaphysical realm, as well as that realm that we perceive as being fairy tale. You know, are there really fairies? Like earth spirits, you mean? Earth spirits. Like wood nymphs? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen strange things with the third eye. That I, that I don't think have, have come from the heavenly sphere. There, there's a, the underworld. There's sprites and fairies that I've seen. I mean, I, I, I can only claim that I've seen. Well, I, yeah, I mean, but I mean, not only that, we've had interaction with, like, remember the tapper? We've talked about him on oh, the radio yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, we had creatures, uh, flying. We don't know the, the birds and things like that. That. Um, have visited us. You know what I'm talking about the yeah I know the, the yeah uh, who would communicate through taps so you ask a question <laughs> and very uh, mischievous very mischievous yeah a lot of, of humor not totally not you know and full of humor and they're playful and they love to play practical jokes and have fun and there there's something out there that's I mean we'll we'll know more when we cross over. But there is there is a world out there, a parallel world out there that is filled with all different kinds of um, li- existing forms. I don't know if I would call them living forms. To 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 live is to imply that we also die, and I don't know if these energies ever die; they just exist. So I'm not sure if there's an attitude of, that they have to be alive, like a heartbeat or a pulse or a brainwave. I don't know what they work on. Uh, my estimation is that we have not tapped into the full phenomena of energy. So can energy exist? I believe, of course it can. But in a form that is what we might typify as human-like, you know, that it can talk to us or understand, can energy actually understand? Is it more than just energy? That understanding is there. Is there sometimes a communication level? I love that film for some reasons. A Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where the communication was based on three chords or five. Da 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 da. So the I it's almost like Beethoven. But um, but um, another movie I haven't seen. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and uh, the idea that. Uh, the communication doesn't mean that it has to speak in a human tongue. But the idea that if we involve ourselves with spirits and guides, and there is going to be a level of communication going on, it's our responsibility, 
really, to understand what they're saying. To be able to translate the vibration that they're sending, which can yeah. be challenging at times. Um, it, it if you're inexperienced, and obviously it takes practice. It takes practice. Sometimes it's vibration. The, the, the intensity of the vibration will give a yes or a no. It, it's sometimes that. Sometimes it's a tap. Rapid taps mean yes. Um, one solid tap could mean no or danger. But a rapid tap can also have some sense of panic in it. It, it all depends on how you interpret the energy. That's why I've list, spent time listening to nature to try to comprehend and understand what the sounds of a different life form mean to their fellow species or fellowish species, whatever you want to call it, male or female. Um, so I've, I've tried, you know, you, you just, it's observation. A lot of it is observation and observing what this is. I saw this strange thing on Facebook where this guy, he was in Australia or somewhere, and he said he saw a dog man in the bushes. And it was totally frightening to him. And then it showed a, like this four-way picture of this, looked like a lemur or something, in the bushes staring back at him. And he said it had a terrible growl and a heavy breathing. And he said he was petrified uh, when he uh, saw it and heard it. And there was a picture of it. And I tried to blow it up and try to make sense of it. It looked like something was there, but I don't know what kind of trickery. Well, you can do all kinds of things with uh, images. Yeah. You know. So I'm not sure what. Uh, and certainly we've had our share of uh People who have tried to fool us on the on the, on the <laughs> line, and we've humored them just for the sake of entertainment. Wet, wet bandits. But, you know, I mean, a lot of people call because they're, they're lonely. lonely. Or, so why not? What's the difference? You know, I, I mean, it's only if they get rude and nasty that we flush them to the sea. Is that's when the, uh, the lines are drawn. But you know, that's another communication too, because you have to understand is who is communicating to you. Is it real? Can you trust it? Is it authentic um, and and in the best behavior of of, of existence? That's the, the main thing, which brings up the idea that a lot of spirits on the other side will impersonate uh, a loved one or a person. I mean, how or many- even an animal. I've had that ex- experience where I had an animal on my chest, which was not. I mean, it was like in a sleep, a dream, half sleep state. Um, but, it, you know, obviously it wasn't the animal itself. It was a different energy. Succubus. So, yeah. The incubus and the succubus are the energies that will attack a human form sleeping. Incubus usually goes after the man yeah. and the succubus goes after the female. And they, they, they are notorious for being energies of the underworld and they don't mean us. Good. They are really good energies. And there's also an attempt to have a sexual connection in those encounters. Well, that, that, yeah, though I wouldn't say that was what happened in this encounter. <laughs> there was no, no, no sexual connotation. Well, I, I anyway. had an encounter, a recurring encounter with an incubus, and believe me, I slept on my back every night. Oh, God. Um, anyway. And, uh, but, uh, the, the, you know, what are these energies? That are out there. When we leave, when we are asleep and we leave our bodies and astral projecting, uh, one common phenomena is that spirits will know the astral bodies out of the body and will cause havoc on the sleeping body. They will torment it and attack it, like somebody tagging a house or something, or breaking into a house and they know the people are gone. Uh, there are spirits that will cause a lot of rude mischief. And for those of you, we said it before, who re-enter the body from the astral realm, you sometimes wake up in, during the landing and you're locked in a transfixed form. You can't break out of it. And that's because the astral body is still entering the physical body and you woke up too soon. Uh, and that explains a lot of these uh, rigid, transfixed positions we get into at night. 
And uh, some people will say, you know, my breathing, I couldn't breathe. Well, you're not going to be able to breathe in a physical well, realm when the astral body is coming back in. It's a, it's a rude awakening, and it, and it doesn't sink totally with physicality. So those things happen. And, like sleep, uh, sleep paralysis yeah. is what you're talking about. Yeah. Which is a scary experience. Obviously, it can be explained medically, but on an astral level as well. Well, the medical interpretations are the same. same. But there's layers beyond that to further interpret, you know, the medical field isn't going to follow you into those definitions. Definitely not. But um, as a matter, um, medical reasoning alone is fine. But there are reasons for why we behave like we do. It's just like we have those deja vu feelings. Um, Medical reasoning will say you're connecting to something that reminds you of something. And so you're actually, your mind and brain is going back to that memory and you're confusing it with thinking, this has happened before. I've been here before. But the only thing is we can rationally think of a memory and have an emotional response to it. But when you have deja vu, your mind and brain go into a dimension that is hard to create. I mean, try to create the feeling you get with deja vu with just having a memory that's very strong and vivid and sensual. It's a different vibe. So our souls are sometimes leaping in our bodies in terms of uh, that we actually have multiple entities within us that all encompass our a total existence. Right. I, I think deja vu, though, can happen. I mean, I've experienced deja vu when I, where there is a connection to something that has happened in this lifetime. So there can be synchronicities with deja vu in current life, and they can also relate back to a past life. Yeah. So it's yeah. not yeah. always past life experience. Oh, we have a caller. Let's bring the caller on, 516. Hi. 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 Hi, Kristen. Hi, Neil. How are you both doing? Happy well, Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving familiar. to you. Yes. So um, I just wanted to call. Um, so I currently left my employer today. Um, it was not. <laughs> Were you having a lot of good circumstances? No. No. You said you left your employer, so it's, it's making yeah. a joke. It wasn't um, under good circumstances, Kristen. What's but name? I had what's to leave. Name? Let's get your name I'm first. sorry? My your name, name is Rosie, R-O-S-I-E. Okay, Rosie. Hi. Hi, Kristen. Okay. Yeah. I know we've spoken with you before, but when you want to get your birth date again, too, please. Of course. January 16, 1976. Okay. Okay. Okay, so, so you left you 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 quit your job. I did. I left under um you know, not so great circumstances. Um and it just was not a very good environment. Um and um you know, I felt uncomfortable so I left. Um obviously something did happen that made me leave. Um and I was also told to leave. So I said, I'm out of here. I don't really want to take, you know, that abuse from somebody. Um, and I, I just feel it was very inappropriate. Was it was um, inappropriate? So did it, is this involving your superior that you had a problem with? Yes, yes. A male? Partners there. A male, yes. A male. And it was, it, was, it, was, were there sexual advances no, or no, inappropriate no. things like that? No, no, Kristen, no. no. So it was... He has a very good anger problem. Very, okay. very bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes me feel uncomfortable and I left. I don't want to be felt uncomfortable or I need to be feared for my life. I don't need that. So uh, give us an example of what what his... Um, what it like a a, a situation okay. where he would so be... 
well, this is the situation that happened. I, I don't want to waste too much time, Kristen, because I want to know what if I will be yes. finding another job. But I am more than happy to tell you exactly what happened. Yeah, we're not wasting time. I mean, we have time, so don't worry. Okay, about no problem. Good, good. I just want to make sure. So yeah. he had asked me to do something, and I said, I'm in the middle of something. I can't do it now. Um, and he does not sit ne- – we don't sit near one another. So pretty much there's, he's in an office, and I'm in the outside. But we're not close to one another. So he has a tendency to yell from his desk and bark orders from his desk um, instead of picking up the phone like a normal human being. Um, And I said, I can't. I'm not now. Um, He closes his door, slams something on the desk, and then he threw all of his office furniture around, making it an extreme amount of noise as if he was very angry. And and that to me is anger issues and yeah. inappropriate behavior. And and Kristen, this is not the first time he's done this. He does this with everybody. Um, and then I was done doing what I had to do. And then I sent what he needed. And then he said to me, you told me no. Um, you told me you were busy. Um, and I had to do it myself. You can leave now. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I said, you know what? This guy is obviously, he's major anger issues. Um, you know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Something's not right. Something's off, which is fine, Kristen. That has nothing to do with me. I didn't do any. I, he was like what? this from the very beginning. Okay? And it sounds like he's angry. He expressed it towards other people in the office that you're not the scapegoat necessarily, but he's... Right, done this stuff right. like I'm a punching bag. Yeah, yes, yes, Kristen, I'm a punching bag. That's another way of putting it. Um, but, but other people have experienced his abuse too. Yes, it's, of it's course. I'm not the only one. No, I'm not singled out, Kristen. I'm not singled out. Okay. Um, I said, you know what? This is it for me. I called the managing partner. I told him what happened. He says, do you want to just cool off and then let me, you know, call me and then we'll talk about it. And I said, I don't really think so. And then I said to him, you know, um, he says, you know, we're really going to be upset because we really like you here. And he's a great guy. I said, listen, I'm going to file for unemployment. I said, I know that you have to do what you have to do as a business owner. I mean, Kristen, I was so diplomatic about it. I could have been an animal, but that's not, I'm not going to do that. That's it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give my power away because, he, you know, it is what it is with him. And, you know, he was upset. He was supportive. He was not like he was unsupportive, you know, the managing partner. I, I took everything out, did what I had to do, and then I left. Um, and and that was it. And that was it. Um, um, I came home. I'm home now. I'm sending emails out, and that's it. Oh, okay. and then after the manage, I spoke to the managing partner. He got on the phone with him and said, I'm leaving. He comes out of his office. He's like, I heard that you're leaving. Good. Goodbye. So I'm leaving, Kristen. I don't need people to treat me like that. Um, so, and I said, I said, please, please, please. I said, please get away from me because you're you're very angry. Just don't don't bring that energy here to me. He's got anger issues. I have no idea what's going on. I, I just don't have time for this. Well, I mean, it's not a healthy situation, obviously. But it's not. It's about, toxic. It's toxic. So, Michael, my question about unemployment. And the fact that you quit the job, I, I, that's the only concern because I, I don't know what state you live in. Are you on the East Coast? I live in New York. New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what the laws are in your state, but quitting normally, they won't give unemployment if you quit the job. You have to get fired. Well, I was told to leave. I was told you to leave, were. Chris Kristen. He told me to leave. Okay. He told me to leave. He said, have a good day. Leave. He says, your day. He said, you can go home now. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I said, I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm leaving. I was told to leave. I'm going to go home. I mean, that's saying go. Okay, no problem. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't an, you know, I get it. It wasn't an official firing. Firing. But um, but, uh, what you what you, you know, th- th- there's a question there. So I don't know about your unemployment benefits and how that's going to be construed. What you can say, um, I don't know how you're going to conduct that, um, Rosie, but 
you could just say he he told me to leave and he and he he did he did uh, I didn't he did. get the, it's the truth was, yeah he told me to leave yeah yeah he uh, told me to leave you know, the only thing is the, the only thing they said well did you ask him am I being fired you know there was the word I didn't leave. I didn't say that I didn't say yeah. I didn't I didn't ask that no one said anything but and if you're gonna rather, throw if you're gonna throw oh. furniture around and make me feel uncomfortable why would I stay why would I feel fearful. You have a good case. You have a good case. I, why would I feel fearful? I'm going to say fearful. And your statement that he came out and said, I heard you're leaving. Good. Yeah, uh, good. Okay. And, and so when bye. you when he said, bye, I said, okay, he, say, he, <laughs> he approached word, me. I didn't, pre- I was just going to walk out. You could say, you know, he used the word leaving again in the, in the term, in the definition of being fired. So I, I, my, my interpretation was he was firing. Me. The only problem is the managing yeah. partner bring her back into yeah. the fold, and that's but, that's where it gets a little bit tricky. But your question so, is, are you going to get other work? Are you? Is your yeah, administrator? And, and, yes, I'm an yes, I'm an administrative. I'm in the legal field. I want to transfer yes, out I of the legal it field. Like, These attorneys are not happy. They're narcissists. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Another thing, I have I I have been looking for a new job since I started. So that just goes to show how I am there. I don't like the work and clearly I don't like the person. Yeah. And I just, Ruthie, I don't remember. I mean, I, I remember your voice, but I don't remember what you mm-hmm. do. Um, but I, so, um, legal, so I thought sure, it was legal. Sure. So I, yeah, I, I, my, my, my experience is working with law firms for 26 years. I want to transition out. The problem is everybody wants to stay put me still put me in that box to work for attorneys I don't want to work for attorneys I want out so what do you what do you want to do I want to read I want to be an executive assistant were you a clerk what were you doing in terms of the uh, law office administrative work legal secretarial work oh yeah you're going to get you see you've already completed 11 cycles of your master number you're 45 years old there's an 11 in your first two numbers the number outstanding beyond the 11 in your first numbers is six, which is vision. So we're going to predict that you're going to get a job in the desired area you want. Probably, um, if you're putting out applications in November, you might be working in January. I don't think it will be before then. Okay. So maybe around your birthday when you're 46. Okay. That would probably sound right. And that's 15 years. That will be 15 years beyond your karmic age of 31. What happened when you were 31? You know, I don't remember. When I was 27, I experienced a major heartbreak. I that don't remember what prior. happened when I was 31. That was, but that's that's four years prior. So that's a right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. Okay. So that's a, still a cyclical energy of your master number four. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Was the heartbreak a, a male energy? Somebody left you? Yeah, he just didn't want to be in a relationship with me anymore. See, so, it completely devastated me, and I, I think that changed the point. course of the yeah. fact but that I was a little more now. In the past, so life. you see, from that zone to jumping forward to this zone, it's about two males being negative or hurtful, mm-hmm. and so uh, and that was four years prior to your karmic age of thirty-one. 31 is not divisible by four, so you always have a one-year gap, a one-year difference in changes throughout your life now. So you, you're you coming up, you'll be coming up to a major change at 47 and 48. Oh, no, 48 and, yeah, 47 and 48 will be your major changes. You're 45 now, but we're predicting at 46, you are going to be getting a desired job in the field you're wanting. I think you'll you'll easily get it. You're very knowledgeable. You're very Yeah, I mean, you have a strong resume. If you've been in this field for 26 years and, you know, you've got that much experience, transitioning to an executive assistant is going to be difficult. So do you have a specific field that you're interested in working in? I would, Kristen, I will tell you the truth. I will do any industry other than legal or finance. I don't want to do financial. You don't want financial. You don't want financial. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So well, here's, you're talking in code because you're one one six. If we put the one one together, we get two. Now we have two six. You've been in a lot 
for 26 years. You're talking in code. What's happened, if you want to know the truth, Rosie, you didn't get fired, nor did you quit. You're, you, you fulfilled your karma of working in this area by a past life necessity. You just fulfilled I, it. I hope so, because I can't take it anymore. I just oh, can't do it anymore. You're done. You're done. They're, they are not nice people. I, well, I can't don't do worry it. about that. Don't, don't dwell on that right now. Let's not look at that, because you fulfilled a karma, and it was just a rude kind of karmic disconnection. So don't go there anymore. Let's look at renewing your energy to the new field. Don't say you, what you don't want. I don't want to be in legal. I don't want to be in finance. Don't say that. Just say what okay. you do want. Just now be positive because we're starting with a fresh start. Okay. So just check out my, the words we're giving you because that's how you, it's an energy. You're calling energy people and we're telling you how to approach it. So it's like, it, it would be the same as, let's say you were working with a law firm and you wanted to go back into law and work and you said to your potential employer, you know, I really hate working in law and the other people were bastards, but I hope you're, you guys are going to be better. You see, you don't want to throw a negative into something you want. So don't mix the two. Right now, just be very clear. Uh, were your parents divorced? Um, no, but they didn't have a good marriage. Yeah, I, I can sense that. It's all karmic. But here's what we're going to say. You will work in the desired area you want. Focus on it. And we're predicting that in January you'll be working. That's our prediction. Do you feel that? Well, yeah, that's the prediction that's being well, made. Okay. But you've okay. got to also keep your mind in a positive space. Obviously, you're traumatized from this experience of working in this um, law firm and have it being abused. Mm-hmm. So you've got yeah. to try to move forward and not take that, that journey with you as, you as you progress into your next position because that's going to bring that karma into your new field. You don't want that. You know, there are two. You said, do you feel that? It's a feeling prediction, not a knowing prediction. If it was a knowing prediction, it would be fun. Specific, line. yeah. But it's a feeling prediction, meaning in terms of your wordage, we feel on a prediction level you're going to be working in January. It's not locked in, but as far as predictions go, it's a feeling. Okay. Okay, Rosie, well, wish you luck and keep us posted. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. You too. Bye. 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 Okay, we have a caller from 857 area code. Hi. Hi there. You're on the air, 857. Are you there, caller? No. What is going on? Sometimes they can hear us and we can't hear them. So 857, if you can not hear us, or if you can hear us, we're going to disconnect you and call back in. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah, I mean... Jobs we, can be... Karmic. Tough. Yeah. They're karmic tribal energies in most cases. I mean, she gave a couple of clues there, 26 years. We converted into our analysis of codes, being that there's, she's 1116, so that's a 2-6. And, and we take the liberty of interpreting it that way. Yeah, she also ends on a 6, so she's got two. You know. Yeah. Um, her 16 is reflected in her first and last numbers. And 116 is an eight, which is financial energy, lawyer energy. Her her 1976 is going to be a a five. Five, which is communication. Communication. So she'll probably, more than likely, she'll be getting a job in January or working in January uh, or getting hired in January sometime along those lines. but you know, it's 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 channeling. 
you know, somebody wants to know about their job. So you channel in as a psychic, you hit job and you hit the button and you get a psychic energy. If somebody says, I want to know if uh, my boyfriend's going to come back, you hit boyfriend, you hit the button, see what kind of energy you get. Sometimes the question asked is the, the commanding answer has to be addressed to how you channel the question to any particular faculty or energy that you're talking to. So I have found that like a computer, you have to hit the right key because you could say, oh, is my boyfriend coming back in January? And you get a vibration without asking the question to the universe and you go, yeah. And they go, well, my boyfriend didn't come back in January, but I got a job. And you go, oh, well, I was getting a vibration in January. I guess I wasn't being specific in my question. So the questions have to be specific. Like a cop saying to you, what's, okay, we stopped your car. What's going on? Well, what do you mean, what's going on? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going through a divorce. Uh, you know, can you be a little bit more specific? Well, you ran that red light. You know, what, what's the hurry? Oh, oh, well, now you're being more specific. So I can, I can, you know, I didn't see it. I was reaching down. I was on the phone. You know, the question asked, I have found in my lifetime that you, sometimes the question asked to the universe has to be specific. Yeah. But you won't get a specific answer. It's true. But then there are a lot of people that call back and say, well, you know, you, you said I'd have a job in October and I didn't get a job. And sometimes that can be not the fault of the psychic, but it's part of the person's well, we energy on the field. We're not always so that's the way well, of course, but it, it's also contingent on someone's own progress that they're making in their life. Yeah. So you can block, you can block your own progress by your actions, sure. obviously. And uh, then a prediction that isn't, you know, solid, specific. You know, it's more of a creative energy might not uh, come to fruition. I, you know, there are some birthdays that have a certain uh, negative karmic energy in them, 11, <clears throat> 11 zeros and compounded energies to where I advise people, well, your karma is going to be difficult, so it's going to be hard to get through. Then you got to go to the page, well, is it going to be impossible or will it still possibly work? And then you address it in that manner. But when there's a difficult karma going on and you're not getting any answer that the that it will be no then you have to work with the premise that it may be a little bit clumsy in terms of being surely correct in your prediction so you have to draw in that line of karma which some people will say oh just a psychic excuse to cover their ass because they didn't uh, they don't want to be wrong now well i don't know with some i can't answer Oral psychics, but I'm too old to be worried about whether I'm right or not. I've been doing this too long. Be concerned about people's opinions of me. Okay, well that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring Wait on. You get to be uh, seventy. I hope. Least, I, hope I, I hope I don't. I hope I don't. Eight four five area code. You're on the air. Hello, this is Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hi. Hi, I didn't want to miss the show today because I want to wish you a very, very holy weekend. The 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 grace that every you two have is wonderful, and Thank I want you. I really appreciate all the work that you do for us. Oh, thank you. And all you. the research and all the. Mm-hmm. And I say yeah. I'm gonna call to really thank you from my heart, you both. And many thank blessings. You. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for taking the time out to uh, share that with us. Some, same goes back to you. You know, they're making a new movie of Lucy and Arnez. I think Nicole Kidman's going to play Lucy. Lucy, I forget who's playing. I, not that it matters, but... Well, I mean, she's um, Lucero is her real... I mean, Lucy is her nickname. Yeah, I know. Do, do you go by Lucy in your day-to-day life or your your full name? I mean, your given name. Rather, mm, it depends who, how they like my my family, my sisters, who will call me Lucero or Lupe, mm-hmm. 
but they usually people in America call me Lucy because it's easier. Yeah. For them, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Lupe was a spiritual teacher. Guadalupe? Yeah. Well, Lupe. Well, I think Lupe. Guadalupe was a mother of Guadalupe. Was it? Uh, I don't know what you're... Yes, it was a saint. She's a saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a saint. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guadalupe. So yeah. Lupe is just a, a, you know, a nickname for Guadalupe. And her friends used to call her Lupe. <laughs> so, but, uh, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, um... So what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Yeah, but Guadalupe is the Virgin Mary. Yeah. yeah. My so. plans for Thanksgiving, I decided to be here. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow. I remember we I talked didn't a lot go to time my... about Yeah, 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 but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I didn't decide to... I usually... Uh, ask my son, okay, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And this and that this year, I didn't do it. And then uh, I didn't go to my sisters, because my sister and my nieces, because I feel like I have to really clear myself and my thoughts, because I, I just, if I keep doing the same, I'm never going to go out of the boat. Because sometimes, like, my niece, between us, my niece has Two kids, three kids now. The first, the first daughter, she got pregnant, and then we went for New Year. Um, in New Year, the December, January first, she said oh, she didn't feel good. Um, that was it. She had a kid. She, I don't know. She said she didn't know she was pregnant. The second time she was pregnant, um, she didn't. I told her. You look. You have to take care of yourself because you you're gonna get pregnant. And then she got pregnant, and she didn't tell anybody, and she got married. And the third time she got pregnant, and um, they, they didn't tell us neither. And then uh, sometimes I call my sister, and she say, "Oh, I'm around the corner," and she's not around the corner. She's in Hawaii. Then it's all these lies. Then I say, if I just don't go away from the lies, I oh. I have to stop, stop the lies myself, you know? I just cannot pretend that everything sounds, is okay. Sounds very strange. What, 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 I mean, I, I'm not sure why she would be so deceptive with you. Um, it's a decision, yeah. What, what's, her, what's her birthday? Her birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's October 7th. 1955. Oh, so she's got 11 going on in her year. Seven, eight. Her sister, 18, she's compound. She's a 28101. Um, and so normally you would spend the holiday with her, but now you're not spending the holiday with her because you feel like you need distance because of the fact that she's not completely straightforward with you. Mm-hmm. She wants she wants around, but when she feels that her high class, um, her high class friends are not around. Last straw was two years ago. I'm sorry, when what was she years two years ago? She said she's not celebrating Thanksgiving. The 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 daughter said she's not. They're not celebrating Thanksgiving, and the other one say, "Oh, I cannot. I we're gonna be busy." Because the, the the oldest daughter, she doesn't really lie to lie so big, you know. Yeah. And then two years ago, she said she is gonna be busy, and then her daughter, the one that has the kids, that is also similar to her, say they were not doing anything, and then they were doing the Thanksgiving in the in her house because the one that had three kids already has a house and has a husband and had three kids. Then I say that's it. Is I you you want us you want me over, or you want us over my sister and I, when nobody's around, you know? Oh, you welcome to come, and then it's like whatever. I just not gonna put myself in that position anymore. I wanna go 
I want to be in a place where I'm welcome 100 percent. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a good decision to make. So, what are you planning to do for the holiday then? On the holiday? Yeah, since you're not going to be around tomorrow for Thanksgiving, are you? What What are you doing for Thanksgiving? You're not going to your sister's. We're going to see if we're mm-hmm. properly. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm just going to stay here. Oh, okay. Listen, Lucy, you're born 10, 16. The 16 becomes the 7. seven. Your your sister's born 10, 7. Yeah. So you have a past life with her. And you have a past life. And they both add up to an 8, the, the day, month and day. Yeah. 116 and 17. And then there's an eight in uh, Lucy's year. You have a past life with your sister. Uh, Mm. Your sister's compounded. You're not. You're just Mm. a six equals eight. And that's your inverted year, and it's also your month and day combined. Your sister. Mm -hmm. Your sister's the one. And her one is connected specifically to a six and a, and a zero in her month and day. So the problem is a seven and a rivalry. Zero. A seven and a zero, not a six. Ten, seven. Yeah. yeah. The problem is rivalry. Uh, uh-huh. it, didn't, it, it didn't start today or yesterday or a year ago. There was rivalry probably produced from the way the family controlled the children and probably didn't Uh jump in immediately when there were fights. Now, I don't know. Is that true or not? Yeah, I noticed on her that she always wants to be the first. No matter what, she she didn't, if uh, they bought the clothes, and then her her, uh, shoes and uh, her shirt or her dress has to be totally different than everybody else. Yeah. Then she she's always like, I win and you lose, you know? Or, she's the older sister. Or this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but she, then you say, oh, I'm so spiritual. It's like, okay. So she Go was ahead. probably given a certain a sense of authority in the household when you guys were growing up and she got her way. She, she she didn't have authority, but she demanded. Is I um, yeah demanded demanded like oh she cannot dress like me or and then they have to go and change all the like whatever my other sister that is two years younger than her has to change or they have to buy her something new and it was always like that. It's like. It's like she wants to be the the one that has the biggest house, the most money, the most education, the most this and the most that. All her life, she's the one that my God. Yeah. Everything, you no. Know, it's like it, 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 everything. No, she doesn't have anything. I don't think so. Power. It doesn't matter what you know. But you, you, you know, spend your holiday in the most peaceful way you can. You don't need to be bombarded by rude behavior. No, and and uh, we really appreciate your uh, well wishes for our holiday. It's very thoughtful of you. We appreciate it, Lucy. Oh yeah, thank you. Okay, have a happy thank you so much. Okay. So happy Thanksgiving to you too, and thank you so much for all that you do. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Many blessings. Bye, Lucy. Um, so we are back on the air on Wednesday next week at our regular time, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Have a great holiday. Bye bye.